Before I could get up to him, the patient rushed at them, and pulling one of them off the cart, began to knock his head against the ground. If I had not seized him just at the moment, I believe he would have killed the man then and there. The other fellow jumped down and struck him over the head with the butt-end of his heavy whip. It was a horrible blow, but he did not seem to mind it, but seized him also, and struggled with the three of us, pulling us to and fro as if we were kittens. You know I am no lightweight, and the others were both burly men. At first he was silent in his fighting, but as we began to master him, and the attendants were putting a straight waistcoat on him, he began to shout, I'll frustrate them, they shan't rob me, they shan't rob and murder me by inches, I'll fight for my lord and master, and all sorts of similar incoherent ravings. It was with very considerable difficulty that they got him back to the house and put him in a padded room. One of the attendants, Hardy, had a finger broken. However, I set it all right, and he is going well. The two carriers were at first loud in their threats of actions for damages, and promised to rain down all the penalties of the law on us. Their threats were, however, mingled with some sort of indirect apology for the defeat of the two of them by a feeble madman. They said that if it had not been for the way their strength had been spent in carrying and raising the heavy boxes to the cart, they would have made a short work of him. They gave as another reason for their defeat the extraordinary state of drought to which they had been reduced by the dusty nature of their occupation and the reprehensible distance from the scene of their labors of any place of public entertainment. I quite understood their drift, and after a stiff glass of strong grog, or rather more of the same, and with each a sovereign in their hand, they made light of the attack and swore that they would encounter worse madmen any day for the pleasure of meeting so bloomin' a good bloke as your correspondent. I took their names and addresses in case they might be needed. They are as follows. Jack Smollett of Dudling's Rent, King George's Road, Great Walworth, and Thomas Snelling, Peter Farley's Row, Guide Court, Bethnal Green. They are both in the employment of Harrison Sons, Moving and Shipment Company, Orange Master's Yard, Soho. I shall report to you any matter of interest occurring here, and shall wire you at once if there is anything of importance. Believe me, dear sir, yours faithfully, Patrick Hennessy.